5 o'clock in Pirate Country, and 94.3 The Game is going to get you home with the P-Man. In 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Lock it in. Turn it up. It's time for the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. This is the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. Go, 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 shorty. It's your birthday. We gon' party like it's your birthday. We gon' sip a party like it's your birthday. And you know we don't give up. Cause it's not your birthday. You can find me in the club. Let me say, uh, I'm not, uh, I mean, it was fine. Halftime was fine, right? Yeah, I agree. I wasn't blown away like some of y'all were. I didn't think it was bad by any means, but the no, greatest no, it wasn't ever? Bad. No, no, greatest ever, greatest ever, child, please. Uh, we've, we've used the jokes, uh, fitty hit inflation, right? Right? That's the Twitter go-to right now. Yep. Rightfully deserves some crickets. Used it on the morning show. It was a long time ago. I realize that. How about Fiddy's more like 99 cent now? All right, now I like that one. I'll give you yeah. that one. All right. There we go. We Thank got you, a laugh ben. track going. Thank you, Ben. Need a laugh track. Uh, commercials, fine. Some of them were a little, you know, we're, we're in a... We're in an era where uh, it's all crypto, electric cars, and uh, entertainment platforms. Yeah, I mean, I... spending the money now. I can't think of one that really stood out to me or one that was worth even talking about, to be quite honest with you. It was just kind of there. It's felt like that for the last few Super Bowls. I mean, there was the one with the... Uh, where you scanned your phone that was bad, but that crashed the website. Did you know that? Yeah, I did do that. I did scan the phone because I was curious. Yeah. I knew it had to be something crazy, and it was like you can get $15 on Coinbase if you signed up or something. Yeah, my, my wife got up to scan the TV as well. That uh, was, again, about the only time that she got up. It couldn't have gotten me a, a beverage or you know, any, <laughs> any more meatballs. But... Oh, it's Valentine's Day, Patrick. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. I think she, she's not in the car yet listening, I don't think. Not that she would listen anyway. Yeah. Um, let me see here. The, uh, uh the Schwarzenegger one uh, was electric car one. That was pretty good. The Zeus retirement. That, that was funny. Uh, I must've missed funny. that one. I must've missed that, that was early one. on. That was early on. Uh, Larry David, which was, a you know, a coin, uh, Bitcoin one. Was well, good. you're a big fan. I know you're, you like curb. So yeah. Yeah. Larry David was glad to see Larry, uh, get a little, little Super Bowl run. Um, the Sopranos one was pretty good. Yeah, that one. I, that one was pretty. I liked it. Tony's Tony's son is now a valet, apparently at the at the diner where those people came in that time. Well, watching that new movie, that's probably where he belongs. To be quite honest with you, <laughs> um, I, that made me want the Sopranos to come back with uh, with Meadow in charge. That's what that <sighs> wanted me to. That's what I wanted. I didn't like Meadow. I thought Meadow was a very unlikable character. I don't. I don't know how that would work. Oh, the kids were both totally unlikable. Yeah, they were both terrible. Totally unlikable. Um, game itself obviously came down to the uh, to the end, right? I mean, there's nothing we're going to say here that's going to that hasn't been said or you haven't heard right. already. It's be not going to reinvent yeah. anything. I mean, you might want our take. You may. I do know this. According to Samba TV, now this has popped up on these bizarre websites, but then Yahoo Finance. Speaking of bizarre websites, <laughs> okay, uh, there's a finance Sam- division, right? 
Uh, Samba TV, the leading global provider of omni-screen advertising and analytics, released their U.S. linear television and streaming viewership data for Sunday night's Rams v. Bengals Super Bowl matchup. The viewership data from Samba TV's massive device footprint, the most representative panel in the U.S. capturing linear and streaming, found that this year's championship game scored significant viewer increases from 2021. 36 million households, representing more than one in four U.S. homes, watched the Super Bowl this year. This year's game attracted a significant audience uptick for the NFL with Super Bowl 56, drawing a viewership from 12% more household than last year's games. All right. The halftime show is also a big audience draw this year, smashing 2021's viewership numbers. 29 million U.S. households, an increase of 19% year over year, viewed the halftime performances. What do you think, Ben? I mean, that makes sense. I felt like they did everything right this year in terms of appealing to a mass audience. You look at the halftime show, I get it's rappers, uh, and you would think that would attract maybe a younger demographic, but they were old enough to where they had they're songs. They're older rappers. That, yeah, they, they're, are, they're old enough where they can attract an older demographic, and then a younger demographic likes their songs too. I know people my age love songs from each of those musicians. Let me just say, uh, Fitty, by the way, for all the – for all the uh, the memes that Fiddy, not a good look to appear on the screen hanging upside down like he did in the video. Yeah, I didn't I get all, that. Maybe that was a reference I didn't quite that understand. That was a reference. There was a reference to the video, Ben. The video artists used to have videos that aired on TV. Believe it or not. Oh, okay, really? All right, but that's uh, new to me. He was hanging upside, and the blood was rushing to his face. Poor guy. And that was that was that was, that was probably not the look you need with 29 million households <laughs> looking in on you. But I thought he, I thought he was great. I thought he did he really great. well. Nah, he did was fine. The, the, the halftime was fine. I, I greatest thought, ever, greatest ever. Come on. I thought you could, got, you could have done better like, if you got rid of Kendrick Lamar and then maybe a like you said maybe a Mary J. Blige song at the beginning of the show or before the show we were talking about. Should have cut Mary J.'s uh, song in half. Her song total in half. Yeah, need, for sure. Need to slow it down. This, the first half of it was much more interesting than the second half of it. Absolutely. I, I, I'm surprised they can give him another song. Well, if he was going to do the song, that would be the one to do, I would think. Oh, no, no, you're right. But I just, you know, why not? There's some other ones. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I do think, uh, and I think Kendrick Lamar made no no sense in there. With that yeah, he was really out of place. But I thought it was fine. But, I, I mean, to know. call it the best ever, that would be like Collinsworth calling that drive the best ever. I mean, yeah. I think it's, it's fair to say that was probably – I think you can safely say it was one of the better halftime shows in recent memory. I mean, you think we haven't had a lot of good ones. We had Maroon 5, wasn't very good. Justin Timberlake, no. I didn't think, was very good. The Weeknd had some audio issues, and people didn't like that one. So I forgot The Weeknd was involved last year. The Weeknd was all right. He wasn't yeah. great. He was all right. Yeah, no, it was just kind of there. Last night was better than The Weeknd. I always liked the Shakira Jennifer Lopez. Ah, you know what? I forgot all about that one. That one was a good one. If you're a guy, you like that one. I'm a red-blooded American male, so I did. Absolutely. Uh, Maroon 5, eh. Yeah. Timberlake was fine. You know, not great, but fine. Uh, I I like Gaga. It was fine. Coldplay was dreadful. Coldplay was dreadful. Coldplay was was awful. 
Yeah, Katy Perry was there. Yeah. Uh, Beyonce was fine. Madonna was fine. Black Eyed Peas were fine. I I just think Bruno Mars. Now they did shoehorn the Chili Peppers in there with him. Yeah, but Which but was I've kind always of a thought odd combination. Well, it was. I always thought Bruno Mars was uh, that's the standard in my. And I get all the Prince stuff. I get it. But uh, and, and Prince was great. Don't get me wrong. I thought Aerosmith going back years ago was really really good. Yeah. Um. Always thought the Stones were pretty decent. You know, not great. Yeah. I think Tom people, Petty was really good. I think people I'm not a really, Springsteen fan because I'm not a middle aged sports writer who wears Hawaiian shirts. But yeah, I, Springsteen I thought that sucks. That, but I thought, it's just bad music. Come on now. I thought his performance was fine. Uh, I like the Who, but I thought the Who stunk that year. So I mean, yeah, it was it was better than most. But I mean, just uh, calm down, people. Yeah, I agree. I, and I think the big thing with Prince is the theatrics of it. Kind of captivates a lot of that. A lot of the audience and a lot of people that say that's the best. Well. Which is fair. I mean. I, that was fine. I, I get if it. The, the, that's, I, it's not why I'm watching, but I get that they're not programming this thing to me. But no, yeah. it was fine. The songs were fine. It was a nice nostalgic trip. Uh, you know, that would be a, that would you talk about going around and making a ton of money. Yeah. That'd be a tour that'd make a ton of money. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so we, we had a couple of, uh, you know, obviously Deontay Smith played some downs. We've since have determined that, right? Yeah. Didn't play too bad either in the limited snaps he did play in. I think he was a whole lot better than that Prince guy who was getting killed all game. He should have been taken out at halftime. Wait a minute. Prince did halftime and the game. What are you talking about? Uh, no, oh, no, the, no. I'm talking the about the player. The, Prince, the right tackle. Ah. Yes. I apologize. Ah. Boy, Bengals. Woo. Yeah. I. So Burrow got hit 11 times. Seven of them were sacks. By the way, um, another little slight nod to Greenville. Vernon Hargraves, who was briefly, you know, his dad coached with Skip Holtz here in Greenville before going down to with him to USF. Yep. And that's where Hargraves ended up graduating high school. But I. I believe, yeah, Hargraves played at South Central for a little bit. He did, yeah. He, I know he was a guy in Greenville for a little bit. Yeah, went on to play collegiately at Florida, right? Yeah. Brandon Hargraves. Ended yeah. up being an 11th overall pick. Yeah. And so last night after the interception, the guy that was on the field in, like, the gear, not in a uniform, that was Hargraves. That's, he got a penalty. Yeah, boneheaded play. That was, what, the first penalty up until that point? Might have been the second. I think I think it was the first uh, first Bengals penalty. Yeah, that's what I meant. So that's the. Those are your those are your local nods. I know there were some ACC guys and NC State guys, and so we're always looking ahead. Um, well, do, anything that you thought, I I, I just I, I didn't think it was. Neither quarterback was dynamite. No, not by fine. any. Uh, I thought Cooper Cup was really, really good. Yeah, I th- he definitely deserved the uh, the uh, Super Bowl MVP by a mile. If it was any, if it was going to be anybody else, maybe Aaron Donald gets an argument, but it it was between those two for sure. The Always Anonymous text line, which I'll have to ID Uh-oh, the here person we go. from the Always Anonymous My text favorite. line. Uh, Hargraves played for me at South Central. That's our guy. Oh, there we go. Long, actually, All right, I, li- I like this. That's TJ, actually a good text. 
Yeah, TJ was the DC back in the day at uh, South Central. So yeah, uh, there's there's your other local nod. Um, yeah, I mean, both secondaries had major major problems. The missed penalties. Well, they let them play. Now at the end, it got a little. Everybody's making the big deal on the play where the they threw it to Cup and the whole. There was a hold there. It was ticky tacky, but there was definitely a hold. Well, here's what I was gonna say. It was there was more of a hold on the play prior. That was just waved incomplete. Yeah, I forgot about that. You're you're exactly right. That's where they should have thrown the flag. Yeah, and I think that's what made it so interesting that they threw a flag, making up for it, I guess. Yeah, well, I guess because I mean the, the play before that you could have thrown a flag and nobody would have Absolutely. complained. But it was a little ticky tack for what they did and didn't call, especially when you could have guys slung down by their face masks to the turf. Yeah, and not call that. that and then the like, returner got popped on the next play, and no flag was called. Yeah. I mean, they were letting them play by and large, which is fine. Yeah, I don't mind that. So, we've already got the odds. This is via Fox Bet. It's kind of fairly in line with Caesars. But it's got Kansas City, the odds on favorite to win it next year. The Bills right behind them. Then they've got the Rams third, which is kind of interesting. Now, this one is flipped, and maybe it's flipped within the last hour, but Caesars had the Bengals fourth and the Cowboys fifth the Cowboys have now moved up to fourth Cincinnati fifth here we go it seems like that every year everyone gets high on the Cowboys and gets disappointed in typical Cowboys fashion Packers six Niners seventh Chargers eighth they've kind of come up here in the last little bit I could see that that's uh, I like that Ravens ninth Ravens ninth and then Broncos and Titans and Patriots are all tied at 10th then you have the Cardinals and the Colts. So the the Fox stuff here must be fairly real time because some of this has shifted since I looked at it yeah. 30 minutes ago and we were talking a little bit about it. Interesting. It has. I so, think New England is criminally very, very low and underrated. Well, they're moving list. up. Yeah. They're moving up. Um, look, it, obviously it's the Chiefs. Obviously it's the Bills. I don't. I can't see the Bengals getting bad. Last night is that rare kind of one-off matchup in my mind. I agree. I think, the, I think the Rams are too old, and they have a lot of question marks going into next year. I mean, when I say they're too old, those are guys that have a lot of mileage on them, and look what happened in Tampa this year. Everybody was back. You had some veteran guys. People started to get hurt. Yep. Could see the exact same thing happen in Los Angeles. Could well, we not? You know it's it's never good when in the post game they're talking about three or four crucial guys on the Rams possibly calling it quits and including, including your head coach. coach. Yeah. Right. Who's who's not of retirement age. And I just I look at I mean, what does Stafford have left to prove now? Nothing. He submitted a Hall of Fame career in my book. Yeah. I Von Miller probably comes back if healthy. So I, I don't know. I just, there's, I, I'm, I'm, to me, the Rams, that was, they loaded up, had a team of stars, won it. Great. I can't see them repeating that feat. I just, I can't. Well, Cowboys climbing up. Eh. Like you said, Cowboys always are in this spot. And then the Bengals, it's Joe Burrow. And that's really it. I yeah. mean, they have a decent enough core, right? 
you got a good group of receivers, but I mean, we as we've seen, a good group of receivers doesn't necessarily guarantee you any kind of success. I mean, you have Chase and, and Burrow. That's really it, right? Yeah, Chase and Burrow. Uh, you could throw T. Higgins in there if you wanted to, and Joe Mixon, that's, but that's about it. Burrow and Chase, that's a pretty good duo, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But their offensive line obviously is troubled. Yeah. And, I mean, who's standing out on the defense? Like uh, somebody you can say is a true true stud no, on there's the not, there's not. There's not anybody. That secondary yeah. is, is brutal. So, I mean, I, I can't – if they get back, they do, but I just – I can't see that as a likelihood. Yeah. So, I think we've got a little recency bias in some of this. Packers – Which you always do at this point in the year. They always kind of give the Super Bowl uh, teams up there on the list in the top five at the very least, even if they don't deserve it. Packers, I think there's too many questions right now with what Aaron Rodgers is or is not going to do. Niners, again, I think there's questions about what's going to happen at quarterback – I like this pick of the Chargers. I like that one too, yeah. They seem like a team on the come, right? They I seem mean, like a little bit of a an ascension. We forget that was the team that was, what, a tie away, a field goal away from getting yeah. in the playoffs and possibly making a run. And I mean, they're in the AFC, which is worlds tougher than the NFC. Yeah. Uh, Baltimore? You know, if if they don't have to retool a ton, do they, Ben? Am I wrong about the Ravens? No, I mean, no. They, I mean, people forget they didn't make the playoffs this year because you had Lamar Jackson hurt a lot of times this past season. You were a couple of Lamar Jackson starts away from getting in the playoffs. Broncos are up there with the Titans and Patriots. Can you explain that one to me, Ben? Uh, no, I can't. But it seems like Broncos is always a sleeper every year that the sports books like to put up there, and I have no gotcha. reason why. Yeah, they've always been that team. Game is in Arizona next year. Cardinals are uh, just behind that grouping of Broncos, Titans, Patriots. Uh, the Colts have fallen a little bit back. Again, I think there's quarterback issues there. Tampa's fallen back now. You know, I can't explain the Broncos one. People think Rodgers is in play to go to the Broncos in Denver. But if he's in play, why would Green Bay be so high then? I don't know. I, I, this is all based on hypotheticals, you have to think. so. Yeah. But I would think Green Bay would – would tumble if that were the case. Yeah. Uh, Saints are in the more lower middle of the pack behind the Bucks and Seahawks. Then you got the Dolphins, Vikings, Raiders, Eagles, Bears, Commanders, plus 6,000. Uh, Panthers on this list. Can't be too good. <laughs> yeah, 27th, 28th, something like that. Yeah, that, that's fair. They, that's about they right. And Pittsburgh are, are tied. That's one that you normally see near the top that's not there, obviously, Pittsburgh. All right. Well, hey, by and large, fun, close game. Way to end it. Thanks to everybody who took part in our picks. We got a bunch of our media friends and coworkers and occasional contributors to give us uh, their picks. And uh, I th the Big Hen got it right. He, he said three-point game, and he was right. Rams by three. Wow. Unlike uh, Pilkington, who said, you know, had they kicked an extra point, I'd have had the score right, which is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> yeah, what was the final score? Twenty-three to twenty, or twenty-four and, and to twenty? Was, and he, he was, was off by point. Because, yeah, you always play price of right rules, Pilkington. You closest without going over. Come on, twenty-four twenty. Yeah, it's like you always say: if you were a foot taller, you would be in the NBA. I mean, that's Precisely. kind of your go-to on the show. That's the words Precisely. of wisdom. Because I I can't say anything vulgar and profane. Yeah. So. 
I yes, if I were a foot taller, I'd be in the association. Exactly. All right, uh, we'll break. Uh, speaking of hoops, we'll talk a little bit about Joe Dooley's uh, Pirates. Of course, we got Pirate Baseball making its way. Uh, Cliff Godwin will be with us a little later on. A, a, a taste of Inside the ECU Clubhouse with Coach Cliff Godwin. Podcast is dropped, 943thegame.com. It's there. Check it out on the webpage. And you can also uh, check out uh, some of what Cliff had to say. We'll have that for you later in the show, but we'll go through some pirate basketball, a little pirate report for you. Spring football game's been announced. So uh, all of that when we come back. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up on your flagship home of the ECU Pirates. 94.3 The Game. Texas Roadhouse has a special dinner for two for Valentine's week. And Texas Roadhouse is open for lunch on Monday for Valentine's Day. Get dinner for two with your choice of entree, including sirloin and ribs, chicken and ribs, or 12-ounce drip, including two sides and an appetizer for just $42.99. It's a great way to treat your sweetie for Valentine's Day. Don't miss the special Valentine's dinner for two at Texas Roadhouse Greenville through Monday. And don't forget, Texas is open for lunch Monday for Valentine's Day. Day. Take a hit from a 300-pound linebacker and you better be wearing pads. Take a hit on the road and you better have good auto coverage. When you've got North Carolina Farm Bureau Auto Insurance, you've got the best local agents ready to help you bounce back. If you don't, well, you probably play football without a helmet, too. North Carolina Farm Bureau Insurance. Helping you is what we do best. North Carolina Farm Bureau Mutual Insurance Company. Farm Bureau Insurance of North Carolina, Inc. Southern Farm Bureau Life Insurance Company. Jackson, Mississippi. An independent licensee of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Association. In Greenville, contact your local Farm Bureau agent for a quote for your car, home, life, or your health. You'll be working with neighbors you can trust. People like Lynn Sugg and Justin Batts, these agents are dedicated to protecting your family and your dreams. These Farm Bureau agents are knowledgeable in a wide range of insurance products, but they are tuned in to the Greenville community. Again, contact Lynn Sugg or Justin Batts today at Farm Bureau Insurance in Greenville at 252-756-3165. That's 252-756-3165. Are you shopping for a new boat but can't find exactly what you want or don't want? Check out Pair Custom Boats in Washington. They custom build your boat with no more or no less than exactly what you want. You can design it yourself with Pair Custom Boats. Towers, T-tops, no T-tops, forward seating, rear seating, or just a flush deck. They can customize your wants and needs in one of their four models. And the big news for 2022 is there are now two new models being introduced this year. The new 25-foot and 27-foot models will be great additions to the Pair Customs lineup. Call today, 252-717-7009. Visit the website at pairmarine.com or come see us in Little Washington, North Carolina. That's 252-717-7009 for Pair Custom Boats. Or visit the website and check out all the models at pairmarine.com. You can sit down and build your own custom-built center console with Pair custom boats okay we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across america so if you have an old car truck or van even a motorcycle or an rv sitting around you can right now give it away and help the vets they really need your help and your car will help support the vets and their families and guess what you even get a tax donation plus we'll even come and pick up your car for free and all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call now 
Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800 540 8816. 800 540 8816. That's 800 540 8816. Tweet at us. Hey, you want to see our tweets? That's creeping me out. Follow us on Twitter for breaking sports news and what's going on around the Pirate Nation. We need you guys on Twitter. Twitter. It's 943 The Game on Twitter. Coming off a uh, Super Bowl weekend. Maybe you had to work this weekend. You know, my wife was delivered, or my wife actually saw somebody getting groceries delivered to their house during the middle of the Super Bowl. Huh. She said, who, who would do that? It's kind of inconsiderate. Well, it's a little strange. Yeah. And I, 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 I kind of turned, you know, I'm, I'm a man of the people, Ben, and I thought, well, there's a poor guy having or girl having to work on the Super Bowl. Yeah. Well, maybe you're fed up with working weekends. Maybe you're fed up with working too many hours. Maybe your job's not real inspiring, a little boring. Maybe you want to make some more money in a new career. Victra is the largest independent retailer for one of the nation's largest cellular providers at Victra's Greenville Contact Center is now hiring. Victra has open positions for consumer sales, business-to-business sales, retail store support, consumer care and operations support. This is not a telemarketing gig. This is... This is a sales job in the sense that you're providing uh, expertise and sales support and support to uh, all of those entities we just listed there. Now, the benefits are incredible. They include commission, tremendous uh, commission potential. There's paid face-to-face training, medical, dental, vision, paid time off, 50% discount on your wireless bill. Access to wages prior to payday and 401k matching. You can earn top dollar while working in a fun environment with a team of motivated professionals. Victor is holding a hiring event on Thursday. That's uh, this Thursday, the 17th, right here in Greenville. Victor hiring 35 people this week, and they want you to apply. So go to this website, pit-jobs.com, to get more information about the hiring event on February 17th. And you can even apply now. That's Pitt is in Pitt County, pitt-jobs.com, pitt-jobs.com for Victor. They want to hire 35 people this week. How about that? All right, uh, Patrick Johnson Show, P-Man here with you on this uh, Monday after the Super Bowl. We had uh, Pirate Hoops over the weekend, SMU on a Saturday in town. That is a good basketball team. They were without one of their key players, but uh, they did not have a letdown. What a week last week for SMU. Beat uh, Houston at home and then get a road win in the American, which those are not easy to come by, but they made it look fairly easy against the uh, Pirates. Uh, and I didn't think ECU was, you know, by any means great, but I didn't think they were boo awful. Shooting still is still downright awful, but yes, I mean, I thought their effort on defense, they did about as good as they could when it comes to the, uh, the perimeter defense. SNU is just really good at shooting the ball. I think SMU sped them up a little, and that was sort of the deal with the shooting. Yeah. But, I mean, you're right. The shooting has got to be a little more consistent. 
Uh, I've got this cut, what Joe Dooley had to say on the network after the game, so I want to play that before we get into the list here. If you don't love it, don't play. And you got to find out who loves to play and who 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 it matters to and, and who it cares and who cares. And, um, you know, that, that's, you know, we're still got a lot of basketball to play. You're 500. You got a chance to win some games. Still, I think we could win some games, but we got to, we got to be better. Than we were today. We got to coach him better. We did, we did today. Does Joe see something similar in the opening statement, I guess? No, no, he doesn't. Okay. Yeah, right. that's all I'm like, ooh, that's kind of a, I, I like, I like that, uh, that cut there because that's, that's kind of revealing a little bit of what's going on in the locker room right now. Well, I, I guess he was not thrilled with the effort. You know, we talked to Joe the other day and, Really, the Temple game was the only game that he'd had a, an issue with the effort this year in, and um, uh, maybe yesterday he thought that was that was an issue, or Saturday, excuse me. All right, uh, well let's let's get his opening statement to the media in the post game setting. This is uh, Joe Dooley. Oh, let's uh, let's play our. This is going to be our pirate report. So let's hit that open. Here we go. And now Patrick Johnson with today's pirate report on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, ninety four three, the game. All right, Joe Dooley, opening statement to the media after Saturday's loss to SMU. That's it, guys. I think the interesting thing is, you know, they really didn't do anything different in the second half. How did we guard in the first half and not guard in the second half? Which is, I mean, the, the, the three point shooter. You know, not all's not all's a, a good three point shooter. Vandermeer had a, got on a roll, but. We guarded in the first half. That's why we're right in the game. And we had one or two plays in the second half that didn't go our way, that twisted our whole body language, which that should never happen. So we've got to – that should never, ever happen. Hey, Ben, let's uh, go down to cut uh, five here on the Vast Soundbite roster. This is Joe Dooley on what the uh, the problems that uh, SMU posed to the Pirates. Well, the other problem is they, they put some, you know, the, when you look at the stats, they, they shot 23 free throws, we shot 14. Now, they shot, they've made more free throws than opponents have t- attempted. So they put you in palm's way because they can get to the free throw, and then they, they beat us off the bounce and, for, you know, and then fanned it around for threes. Most, I bet you eight, eight, 80% of those threes were drive and kick or one more threes off of step-ins, which are, which are the exact threes you want to get. And then uh, SMU's uh, great uh, shooting, particularly from the perimeter, Joe Dooley on that cut seven. Well, like I said, I mean they've they've got five. I mean, I mean Weathers number fifty is you know he when he's you know he's really a point forward type guy and he can drive it and and those other guys like you said Bandemil I think that's the most threes he's made in the game. That's the most I think they've made as a team this season. They got on a roll. You know, not all is a good good shooter. And uh, once they got going in the second half, we we had problems. And uh, Vance Jackson tough night shooting might have been a little bit of a matchup issue. Vance Jackson uh, on. Uh... On his off night, here's Joe Dooley. It it, it did, but I mean that, that's I mean to his defense, I mean he's been on an unbelievable roll. I mean the, the law of average. I mean he's shooting fifty percent in three point, you know, from the for the season, and he was due to have a night where he didn't have. I mean now, you know, he bailed us out the other night when he made a bunch of them, and, and tonight I thought he had a couple of good looks and maybe got a little rush, but you know we need him to score. And Brandon Suggs' impact on the game. I thought the first half, I thought we were good. I mean, I, I thought we looked in sync. And I thought, like I said, it was one or two plays, it was two plays in particular in the second half that just sort of sucked the energy out of us, which, which I don't get. You know, we've, we've got to be, be tougher than that. But I, having him back helps. It helps your rotation. Um, it helps. He knows what he's doing. And he's a good perimeter defender for the, usually. This is uh, Joe explaining what went wrong or what happened on the Tremont Robinson White missed dunk. 
He just said, "I just, I just blew it." I mean, he and I, you know, I, which ha I mean, I, these things happen. I mean, crazy things happen. You guys have seen it. It's how do you respond? You, well, we didn't get those points. Let's run back and guard. It ends up being a five-point swing, but it's more so how do you handle when things don't go? In, in the grand scheme, it's not that big of a deal. Would you have liked to get the lead and, and, and put some pressure on them? But, I mean, it's over. Next play. That was a key little stretch there. He missed the dunk, gave up a three on the other end. He's right. That ends up being a five-point swing. Uh, that was one of those just kind of minor key little moments in the game, I thought. Because it, 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 it's just kind of like you looked up and all of a sudden they were up big. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I mean, a lot of people uh, at the arena, a lot of the media members felt the same way. It was like, you know, we're here, we're doing our work, and come out of a media timeout, next thing you know, we're down like 14, and it's kind of like, what happened? Uh, Zoe Frank did not get a ton of minutes uh, in the uh, game. Joe Dooley on that cut eight. Hard for him to guard those guys. And then I, the other things I thought Luigi gave us great energy. I mean, I thought Luigi really gave us a lot of extra possessions and, and did some really good things. And, and it was and this good in ball screen situations. Any update on JJ Miles' return? I mean, we're it's a day by day deal. It's, it's it's a combination of things. You know, he's got some real uh, lower leg issues, uh, the injuries, the lower body, whatever you want to call it. And I, I just I don't think there's any way to be a hundred percent this year. It's just going to be can he go? And it just seems like it's one of those things. He'll build up and be able to get, but he like he couldn't finish the Cincinnati game. Yeah, it seemed like that was something that he was dealing with for a little bit there, kind of a lingering injury. Injury. I might be wrong, but just the way he plays and the way it looked as he was playing this year, it looked like he was dealing with some kind of lower body injury. Now he he had had a little bit of an aggravation, but it played, and I, I just I wonder if this is yeah compensating for that i think that who knows but a guy that relies on his legs quite obviously with with the way he shoots the basketball as a jump shooter that's this injury whatever is bothering him is a real problem yeah especially with the way he plays the game his style right he can't he's not a guy that's going to cut and slash a whole lot i mean he's he's a spot-up shoot guy and if you're not getting any any kind of push on your release that's that's problematic. I mean, he was playing fairly decent before he, he got whatever this injury, the onset of whatever this injury is. I mean, he'd been averaging something like 12 a game and shooting really well from three over yeah. a span of games, but now all of a sudden, I mean, look, JJ's not going to be the guy you put on anybody to shut him down. He does have some length, so he can he can bother guys on the perimeter, but he's not your shutdown guy on defense, but it just, no. you know, another body, another veteran body, another long body that you could have, too, that doesn't that doesn't help. But uh, Pirates uh, on the I-4 swing this week. They'll go to USF on Thursday. We'll do the 90-minute lead-in, uh, 5 to 6.30 on Thursday, leading into basketball, and then uh, have the game for you Sunday. Um, not sure where that's going to be. I think we got an email, but i got to look that and see where that broadcast is going to be stationed on uh which radio station it's going to be on on uh, Saturday because we'll have Pirate Baseball. 103.7. Is it going to be on 103.7? We, okay. we will carry the baseball game, and 103.7 will carry the basketball game. Gotcha. Okay. So there's there's that. Um, and uh, I guess it, I saw something that said that the rain should be out of here on Friday, at least some point in the afternoon. So, I mean, they would theoretically be able to play. 
might be a bit of delay in the start. But it's so far out. We'll 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 hone in and fine tune the forecast. You've waited this long. Finish. What's another couple of hours? Well, there you go. You can always look at it like that. All right, uh, a break when we uh, come. Well, no, we got Ben with an update, and then a break, and then we'll uh, speaking of baseball, get into inside the ECU clubhouse with Coach Cliff Godwin. Bring you some of that. Right now, Ben Byram with a ninety-four-three The Game sports uh, sports flash update. Thanks, Patrick. Let's take a look at what's happening around Pirate Nation. ECU football held their annual award banquet to wrap up the 2021 season. And many familiar faces were honored. Running back Keaton Mitchell was named the Offensive Player of the Year. Cornerback Jaquan McMillan was named Defensive Player of the Year. While kicker Owen Daffer claimed Special Teams Player of the Year. Tight end Ryan Jones was awarded Newcomer of the Year. And you can see the 2022 football parts in action on April 9th in Dowdy Ficklin Stadium for this 37th annual Pigskin Pig Out, as well as the Spring Game. From ECU basketball, they dropped one to Red Hot SMU over the weekend in Menji's Coliseum, 80-66. Emmanuel Bottomell of the Mustangs led all scores with 23 points and 4 rebounds, while Tristan Newton led the parts with 19 points, 5 rebounds, and 5 assists. Here was Pirate head basketball coach Joe Dooley on what went wrong for the Pirates and what problems the Mustangs posed to the Pirates. Well, the other problems they, they put some you know the, when you look at the stats they, they shot 23 free throws we shot 14 now they shot, they've made more free throws than opponents have t- attempted so they put you in palm's way because they can get to the free throw and then they, they beat us off the bounce and for, you know and then fanned it around for threes most I bet you eight, eight per, 80 percent of those trees were driving kick or one more threes off of step-ins which are, which are the exact threes you want to get the parts are back in action this Thursday as they travel to Tampa Bay to take on the 7-15 and 15 South Florida Bulls. Tip-off for that game is set for 7 o'clock and can be heard on 103.7 WTIB. Also, immediately following the show at 6 o'clock, the Joe Dooley Show live from Logan's Roadhouse. More from Joe Dooley following the show. From college football, AAC Commissioner Mike Oresco has released an open letter affirming his support for a 12-team college football playoff expansion, and Cincinnati has signed head coach Luke Fickle to an extension through 2028. Moving on to the NFL, the Rams are your Super Bowl champions after beating the Bengals 23-20. Cooper Cup was named the Super Bowl MVP, but some developing news on another Rams receiver who had a touchdown in that game in Odell Beckham Jr. It's revealed that he has a torn ACL and he could possibly miss all of next season. Elsewhere in the league, the Miami Dolphins are set to hire former Chargers offensive coordinator Frank Smith as their new offensive coordinator. A six-time Pro Bowl defensive end and current Baltimore Ravens defensive end Calias Campbell has announced that he will return for what will be his 15th season. Wrapping it up for Major League Baseball, negotiations continue to ramp up between the league and the players' union. The latest proposal from the league tweaks competitive tax balance as well as eliminating certain draft pick penalties. The league is looking to get a deal done in time for spring training, which is set to begin in a matter of days. That's going to do it for your 94 through the game sports update. I'm Ben Barham. Videos, articles, and what's going on in the Pirate Nation. I thought that's what Facebook updates were for. Like and comment on 94.3 The Game's Facebook page right now. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up on 94.3 The Game and 94.3thegame.com. Hey, I'm Gray Fussell, proud fourth-generation winemaker at Dupin Winery and proud new graduate of East Carolina. So many great things are happening right now at the winery. We're celebrating our 45th anniversary this year, and I'm officially Duplin's newest full-time employee. For four years now, I've been asking you to buy our delicious wines from your favorite store, and I hope you'll continue to do so. I think this makes me the official voice of Duplin Winery, so if you see my boss, who is also my dad, tell him I deserve a raise. Thank you for your support, and go Pirates.
Are you tired of working every weekend? Are you fed up with working too many hours? Are you bored with your job? Want to make more money in a new career? Victra is the largest independent retailer for one of the nation's largest cellular providers. And Victra's Greenville Contact Center is now hiring. Victra has open positions for consumer sales, business-to-business sales, retail store support, customer care, and operations support. Benefits include incredible commission potential, paid face-to-face training, medical, dental, paid time off, a 50% discount on your wireless bill, access to wages prior to payday, and 401k matching. Earn top dollar while working in a fun environment with a team of motivated professionals. Victra is holding a hiring event on Thursday, February 17th in Greenville. Victra is hiring 35 people this week, and they want you to apply. Visit pit-jobs.com for info about the hiring event on February 17th and to apply now. That's pit-jobs.com. Bill Clark Homes is proud to support East Carolina Athletics. The Clark family continues to make significant contributions to help ECU succeed on the field. And Bill Clark Homes is building quality homes in Pitt County with prices ranging from the 200s on up to 500,000. They're excited to announce the opening of their 4,000 square foot design center this spring. The new Bill Clark Homes Design Center is located on the corner of Red Banks Road and Greenville Boulevard. Bill Clark Homes, building family traditions. Attention business owners and management, Roebuck Staffing of Greenville and Newbern is here for you. Will Roebuck and his staff are committed to fulfilling your staffing needs. Whether you're a contractor, a manufacturing company, or if you just need janitorial or clerical work for your business. Roebuck Staffing also does temporary to permanent and direct hiring. Roebuck Staffing is your trusted partner for all of your staffing needs and employment opportunities. Call Roebuck Staffing at 252-364-8700 or find them online at roebuckstaffing.com. Every Monday during the ECU baseball season, tune in as Pirate Coach Cliff Godwin talks East Carolina baseball. Brought to you by Carolina Digestive Diseases and Endoscopy Center and the Gavigan Agency. With Patrick Johnson on your home for Pirate baseball. I fly ball to left, to the track, to the wall. He cannot get it. 94.3 The Game and 94.3thegame.com. Now back to the Patrick Johnson Show. Play ball! It's time to head inside the ECU clubhouse with Pirate Baseball Coach Cliff Godwin. On your home for East Carolina Baseball. 94-3, the game. Going back, looking up, see you later! Patrick Johnson's visit with Coach Godwin is covered by... The Gavigan Agency, covering Pirate Nation's personal and commercial insurance needs with offices in Greenville and Newburgh. Here's Patrick Johnson with Coach Cliff Godwin. Pirate Baseball begins the 2022 campaign Friday. Bryant in for a three-game set. Coach of the Pirates, Cliff Godwin, joining us uh, here with uh, our weekly visit with him throughout the season. Cliff, we appreciate the uh, opportunities to catch up with you. Fans love it. It's very insightful. So uh, from not only us at the station, but Pirate Nation as well, thank you for your time. Well, Patrick, thank you, and I just appreciate you guys' support being the uh, radio station of the Pirates and all you do for us and just promoting our program. I appreciate it. Yeah, important to mention, uh, again this year, every pitch, every inning, every game will be right here on 94.3 The Game. So uh, another great season of Pirate baseball ahead. Coach O back, but uh, Scotty Rogers, Scooter, will be uh, on the call this year. Corey did such a fantastic job chronicling baseball uh, for Pirate fans over the last several years. 
Uh, but, you know, the cool thing about this, uh, Coach, is we, we know we got a pirate behind the mic uh, for 2022. Yeah, Corey did an unbelievable job for us. And, you know, we don't want uh, Scooter to try to be Corey. We want him to be Scooter. And the thing I, I know about Scooter is he is as knowledgeable about ECU baseball. I think I saw where, you know, his mom brought him to a game when he was four or five years old with one of her friends. So, He's been watching ECU baseball uh, for a long time, and I know he's passionate about him. I know he's very um, conscious about uh, doing a good job. I mean, I've met with him just very briefly, and I can tell from the stuff I read that he wants to do a great job for Pirate Nation, and I know he will. You know, it's interesting, too. Uh, he's watched a lot of games out from left field, so we'll figure out a way maybe to do a broadcast from there, you know, the old Harry Carey in, uh, in Wrigley Field. Uh, broadcast. That'd be something. The broadcast. That'd be really cool. I don't know if you, <laughs> hey, if you guys can figure that out, that'd be awesome. <laughs> we'll work on it. We'll work on it. Uh, the baseball season about to get underway. It was announced uh, about 10 days ago that Pirate Baseball season tickets have sold out. Coach and I have talked about this last Monday, uh, but uh, and we've continued to talk about it as well. There are still ways to go to that game. Single game tickets uh, for that and, uh, and other games this season are very much available, but uh, what what support from Pirate Nation to sell out the season tickets, Coach? Uh, here for the twenty twenty two campaign. Great support, just a just an unbelievable accomplishment. Uh, to my knowledge, I think it's the first time ever uh, in the history of ECU baseball, which is like I said, an unbelievable accomplishment. So uh, proud of the fans and the support they're giving our guys because it is a huge home field advantage. But for other people who haven't been able to purchase season tickets you can get into the game make sure that you don't think well i can't come to the game you can come to the game there's season uh single game tickets available um and i i would find it hard pressed to think that we're going to turn any way anybody away <laughs> from uh, the ecu baseball game so we'll, we'll figure out a way to get you in absolutely uh, and, and plenty of room in the uh, jungle as well uh that's always well attended so uh, absolutely get those tickets uh, today for single games if you have not. Uh, February 18th, 19th, the 20th, Clark LeClaire Stadium. Bryant uh, coming to town. East Carolina and Bryant will uh, begin the 2022 uh, campaign. Uh, Coach, uh, we uh, had talked about uh, what things were going to, to look like the final days of the season going uh, into it. Of course, coming off a weekend of, of more scrimmages. Uh, assess this team right now after uh, you, you guys scrimmage this weekend and and where you feel like they are heading into the week. We're closer to being ready to play a game than uh, we were three weeks ago for sure. Um, you know, the, the thing that this team, we've got to continue to just mentally show up, and that's been at times uh, a little bit difficult for guys to be consistent with. Um, I think we can be as good as anybody in the country if we show up and are mentally in the right mindset of having intent and energy of what we're doing, but there's more parity in college baseball. I tell our guys this all the time, and I'm telling the fans this with people getting the COVID years back and older players in college baseball. I mean, you talk about guys like Bryson and Cooch and Logish and Ben. They have been in college baseball for five years. So they have seen pretty much anything the game can offer them, <laughs> good and bad. Um, so if you don't show up in any given day, I mean, any team that's on your schedule can beat you. And I uh, just want our guys to realize that, and I want the fans to realize that. So bring the energy no matter who we're playing because we need Pirate Nation to be behind us. 
Coach, we'll, we'll uh, talk a little more about the pitching in just a second, but uh, when, when you have guys that, uh, as you say, have been through these battles, the ups and the downs, they know what the course of a season typically can, can bring. Are, are, they, are those some of the guys you mentioned that have emerged, emerged as sort of the leaders of this team at this point? Coach definitely has done the best job of uh, his career leading the pitching staff. Uh, I think he took it upon himself to really reevaluate after last year. And, of course, he's always been a hard worker, but really has given back to the pitching staff, especially younger guys, but even older guys. I would say on the pitching staff, him, uh, Nick Logish, uh, Garrett Saylor, uh, have definitely led the charge. CJ Mayhew as well. Making sure guys are doing what they need to do on a day-to-day basis. Position player-wise, Zach Agnos, Ryder Giles, uh, Bryson have done a really good job. Lane Hoover um, as well, just getting our guys to do what needs to be done. And there's younger leaders emerging as well. We we got a freshman, Jacob Jenkins Coward, who you know probably won't be in the starting lineup on opening day, but man, he brings a ton of energy to practice. He's six foot six and. Uh, kind of a freak athlete, to be quite honest with you. Uh, can run, can hit for power, but his mentality and the way he goes about his business has been awesome. And Cam Plonk and CJ Boyd have really upped their games as far as competing every day. And just been really impressive to see those guys. Um, and Justin Wilcoxon behind the plate has really upped his game as well. So, we're looking forward to, uh, you know, putting a quality product on the field, but there's going to be a lot of you know, internal battles on who will be on the field at certain times, but we feel like we have a lot of guys that can come off the bench and help us at any point in time. So um, we're excited about that. Coach, with uh, Jacob Jenkins' co-art, where, where would you see him playing, you know, in the field uh, if, if he were to crack the lineup at any point or if maybe you give him a shot early in the season? I mean, where, you talk about a freak athlete and his measurables. Uh, I, I would imagine first base, but where else might he, could he play? No, I would say he's better in the outfield, actually. We saw him out in the outfield go, and it's just allowed for his long strides, actually, in a scrimmage game. This past uh, weekend, he made an unbelievable catch in right field to save the game for his team, and uh, I think that was on Saturday. It was pretty pretty awesome, the emotion that we had in the inner squad for him to make that catch. Or he could be in the DH role. Uh, I would say those two roles would be the um, box you could see him in. Uh, who else, Coach, might we see in that DH role this year? You know, we, we talk a lot about positions that have with you, but, you know, that's a, that's an area where you could certainly take advantage of getting a, a, a quality bat into your lineup. Who, who are some guys we might see rotate through there, particularly in, in the opening weekend? Well, I would say C.J. Boyd, Cam Plant, Ryan McChrystal, who's a freshman, who's also a catcher. So any of those guys you could, you could see in there, Jacob Starlin, um, you know, he's still he's getting closer to being 100 percent to be able to play defense. Mm-hmm. Um, so any of those guys, I mean, look, we can go really offensive, we can go really defensive. Josh Mullen could be in there at any point in time, um, even though he's uh, going to start at first base on Friday night. That is Cliff Godwin. This is inside the ECU clubhouse with Coach Cliff Godwin. Our weekly. Chat with Coach. It's brought to you by HealthWise Pharmacy and the Gavigan Agency. If you want to hear the entire conversation, grown folks talking here now, grown folks, uh, check out 943thegame.com or wherever you may download your favorite podcast. That's inside the ECU Clubhouse with Pirate Coach Cliff Godwin. 
throughout the season. A service of 94.3 The Game and Healthwise Pharmacy and the Gavigan Agency. We'll be back to wrap it up next. Miss a moment. Remember, there will be a test. You can log on to the brand new 943thegame.com for the podcast of the PJ Show. Plus, what's going on with sports in Pitt County and around the globe. And the latest on the ECU Pirates. Log on today. The brand new 943thegame.com. You are dismissed. Get lasting joint pain relief without surgery, without drugs, without downtime. New options are now available here. Regenerative treatments at QC Kinetics. This is Patrick Johnson talking about biologic therapies. It's the most exciting medical development in years. These remarkable regenerative treatments actually encourage your own body to help heal the damaged tissue in your joints. Professional athletes, they've done it for years. It's now available for folks like you and me. If you've been struggling with knee, back, shoulder, or hip pain, arthritis pain of any kind, you need to check out the exciting natural alternative with incredible patient satisfaction reports. Restorative biological therapies at QC Kinetics. Effective treatments for chronic joint pain with no drugs and no surgery. Call now for a free consultation. Learn about all the regenerative options available to help you get pain free. Call the medical professionals right here in our own backyard at QC Kinetics. 252-756-PAIN. That's 252-756-7246. Call the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics now. Country Mart stores of Pitt County are locally owned and part of your community. At Country Mart, they offer that great Shell gasoline with Shell rewards that save you money at the pump. And these days, that's really important. And don't forget Smitty's Restaurant at the Highway 11 store with great lunch specials daily and Pat's desserts that will be the best you've ever had. The Stokes location also offers hot food. Country Mart with two locations, Highway 11 between Greenville and Bethel and Highway 903 in Stokes. At U.S. Cellular, we know you have a choice of wireless carriers. And while the other guys may limit your choice of free phones, at U.S. Cellular, you can choose any phone from any brand for free. Plus, get unlimited data for just $30 a month with four lines. U.S. Cellular, America's locally grown wireless. Terms apply. See uscellular.com for details. Now that life is returning to normal, we've found a lot of good things that came from the pandemic. One of them is not having to go to the wireless store anymore. The Cellular Warehouse team has been in the business of delivering phones to your home and office for 20 years. People found out about our free delivery service and they love the ease of getting a new phone, tablet, or hotspot. Call Toby Williams today at 252-799-7051 so you can start experiencing the joy of never going to a wireless store again. 252-799-7051. Cellular Warehouse, your local U.S. Cellular authorized agent. In studio with Jeff Stein from Brown and Wood. What's new, Jeff? For service, we're doing touchless pickup and drop-offs. So when you pull your vehicle in, we greet you at the car and open the door for you. But, you know, we're putting plastic on the seats. We're having a steering wheel cover put on. We even have shift knob covers now this year. And then we have the customer actually drop the key in a baggie. And they're the next one to touch that key when it comes out of the baggie when they pick up their vehicle. So just want to make sure we take care of the customers that voted us number one. Brown and Wood, your number one dealership in Greenville and the home of the Lifetime Power. Our train warranty. We paid how much for those lessons? Shh, she's doing great. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? <sighs> great job, honey. Oh, well, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times, not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals. 
You've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar, that's what I like. Here is your ice-cold Pepsi Zero Sugar, sir. Oh, thanks. Wanna watch the game? Ooh, little sports ball on a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> Don't mind if I do. Hey, did we win? I, it, it sounds like we won. It's still the first quarter. I must be lucky. People say that about me. Tough break on that free throw there. Shouldn't be doing that. Dude, we're watching football. Come on. For everyone who spent the entire game explaining the entire game, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. And now, the stunning conclusion of the show. It's the P-Man here on 94.3 The Game. Big thanks to Cliff Godwin, also to Ben Byram. Uh, John Gilbert got the contract extension. It was announced Friday. He'll be with us on Tuesday, 5 o'clock tomorrow. Patrick Johnson Show. Uh, uh, Lots to talk about with John Gilbert. Looking forward to having him back on the program. Also, uh, the Snackdown episode is up, Ben. 94.3thegame.com. People can check out the Friday show. Link is live and active. The link is live and active. Also, uh, go inside the ECU clubhouse with Cliff Godwin as well. We'll catch you tomorrow with John Gilbert, 5 o'clock. About Wilson Roads Heating and Air Conditioning. They've been in the keeping you comfortable business for 60 years on Hooker Road in Greenville. Steve Rhodes, second generation, gives each customer a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Wilson Rhodes, an authorized train dealer specializing in new installations, home replacement service agreements on all makes and models. Go online at WilsonRhodes.com for simple financing options.